Hey guys, this is Tammy. And Mike. And you are listening to We Leave You This, a collection of candid thoughts on everything from LeBron James opening a public school in his hometown of Akron to... That fake-ass Dr. Umar Johnson (laughs) (laughs) opening his school in Never Everland. Go ahead, get your boy. (laughs) <laughs> you just just gonna leave it there yeah you just gonna leave it there all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> what's understood don't need no explanation <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you hear uh don't forget to uh hit subscribe we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, because apparently that's a thing soundcloud iHeartRadio, everything except spotify one day we'll be there but uh also we have um yeah I'm not used to doing this. Yeah. Also, <laughs> don't forget to go to our website. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you look up, we leave you this or type in hashtag WLYT pod, we'll just pop up. So uh, go ahead and do that. And yeah, I can't, I don't know what That's you do it. right there. Drop That's the it. music. Oh, there it is. we were recording and we wasted like 10 good takes i have turned my chair towards the meter thing and we're recording or the computer yeah so we're recording i see it i see the little bars going up bars yeah cool 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 what's popping uh i don't know i know you don't know because <laughs> you ain't got no drink i know i know you're gonna make it through this episode i'm in here all sober i you you guys like mike drinks before he record every episode and i think it's because he thinks he doesn't like he gets nervous if he doesn't drink before recording or he thinks he can't make it so this is actually his first episode in which he has no drink because it's july 31st it's the end of the month our food money has ran out (laughs) there is no money for alcohol okay we live in a budget yes (laughs) There's no money for beer. <laughs> he has no money left. So he just here swallowing his saliva <laughs> about to do this podcast. It's so dry. Which is interesting because I do like most podcasts without a drink. Most of our episodes I've done without a drink. Like every once in a while really? I have something, but I think it's distracting to like hear the gulping. <laughs> yes, because I'm a pro. I've been doing this for a while. Oh, no. We still hear it, buddy. No, nah, bro. I edit the podcast, the gulps and everything. <laughs> Thanks. I <laughs> hear it and it distracts me. Anyways, to say how I'm doing, uh, I am I am well because you say that I always complain about my job. So I'm oh. just going to say that I'm well. I'm good. Everything's fine. I'm <laughs> gainfully employed. I got a beautiful wife, a lovely daughter. I'm good. Good. Good, good, good. Although you did fail to mention my beautiful eyebrows. A beautiful wife with nice eyebrows. Humble yourself. That was How humble. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay. I didn't feel too well. Um, Yesterday and last, early this morning, I was like, yeah, but I'm okay. I um. It's the end of July, like I said previously. I think over the last couple of weeks, I've thought back to, you know, 
this year and our theme being trust, hustle, and rest and how much I have not rested. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, yesterday I felt like crap. And I don't know, something just struck me in my soul. And I was like, I really got to stop this nonsense again for the millionth time. And so I I usually get up at 6 a.m. every day. And like sneak out the house to go to work, try not to wake you and fat face up. But yesterday, it, it was just something that came over me. I was just like, I really need to stop doing that. I need to get up at 6.30, like if that's a huge difference or even if that's regular time. But I need to wake up at a later time. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to make sure that when fat face wakes up, I'm still here. And I still at least see her in the morning, even if I'm not able to like help her get dressed or take her to school. I can at least see her every morning because that's something that I haven't done um, since getting a job, um, since starting this job full time back in March. And it's really, it really just all of a sudden yesterday it hit me like, um, and so I've today, yesterday and today, I got up at a later time, went into work for 8.30 instead of 7.30, and I think it made a difference. For me, you know, just like these little things that I, I don't necessarily think of all the time. Um, so I made that adjustment, and I, I'm, I'm still, like, getting used to that. Um, but I think I'm okay. I'm alive. That's always a blessing. I'm alive. I'm fairly healthy. <laughs> really because you were talking about your squeaky yo, knee earlier yo my knee was creaking earlier and i was like yo i'm only 30 like this joint was i don't know if, i don't know if it's because it was raining or what <laughs> like all i could think of is like back in elementary school i remember this one day like i've never i i remember the first time i heard of someone referring to a body part hurting Mm-hmm. Like being connected to the weather, yeah. And it was back in elementary school, and it was like one of the lunch ladies. She was all like, "I think I asked her how she was doing or something." She was like, "Well, my elbow hurts, so I know storms are coming." <laughs> and my little forty tail, I was like, "I don't understand. <laughs> 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 what does your bodily pains have to do with weather? <laughs> they don't get it." I would be like that, like after. Uh... After I had the the surgery on my jaw a few, ooh, jeez, that was 12 years ago, Your almost 13 son. years Your ago. old son. Yeah, and so, like, there was a point in time that I would feel that, too, when the, when it was, like, thing, when it was um raining or whatever, mm-hmm. overcast or whatever about the rain, and then my jaw would just be, like, like not creaky, but, like, it, it would just, it uncomfortable. Yeah. And... And my so, my and knee so, yeah. was creaky. It, it was making a sound in the car. Like I was like, <laughs> I would stop and like do this, like move my leg. And I was like, I was like, you saying do this, like, <laughs> like I was just like, ah, uh. and I was like limping for a good part of the day. I was a mess. Um, but I'm good. I'm good. Um, other than that, I physically I'm fine. I am. I'm. I don't know. Oh, I know. I taught Sunday school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I taught Sunday school for the first time on Sunday, which it was good. I, I thank God. It was really, really good. Um, I think I talked about it on the podcast. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, but how yeah. you were talking about, like, thinking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's been on my heart to teach Sunday school for months. And I was like, nah, Jesus, you got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too much for that um but i felt like if i think if 
as selfish as this is, as part of the reason why I didn't do it is because I knew once I started to do it that I would feel wrong doing it and still like be out here cussing and just carrying it on. And I, I, I was like, I have to give up my precious nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dear to my heart. <laughs> oh, no, nah, bro, you got to do that non-interaction thing. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm gonna start the parking ministry. Cause bruh, like they be all over the line, like like the yeah, you be so frustrated. They be all over the line, like, like they be too that, close. No, like y'all know, like if somebody Mike is the one person that will leave a gap in the parking lot in church because somebody done pissed him off at how they parked. Like and he would make it real obvious. And the thing is, like not only will because we get like. It's like parking, like all vertical, I guess. Um, parking like behind each other in one part of our yeah, church we are, parking we are. lot. Yeah, and so he will like if he sees somebody, he'll like the way that they park. He'll leave the empty space, and you would think that would be enough. But once he comes out, first of all, once he comes out the car, he'll say something about them, and then he'll give him a stink eye. I feel like if I see you giving bad stink eyes. No, nah, bro. That one time I told the lady, I was like, you know, you could go up some. <laughs> There's one lady who's notorious. Right. <laughs> like she does it on purpose. On and pretty, purpose. And I'm pretty sure you've never you've never passed love into her in church when they have like the little greet 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 somebody time. I'm pretty sure you avoid her like the Dickens because once she made it known that she was parking poorly on purpose, you were like, you are not of God. <laughs> Why are you here? First of all. I try to avoid everybody during past love. Oh, you you tried to avoid everyone during past love in church. Like for a while you used to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then the pastor called you all that time. He did? What? He was like, Some of y'all be going to the bathroom during past love. But I, I think that. I think you were in the bathroom, <laughs> so you were here. <laughs> but anyway, I taught Sunday school. <laughs> I taught Sunday school for the first time. It was really, really good. Um, I have my classes, um, like eight to eleven year olds, mm-hmm. or seven to eleven. No, eight to eleven year olds. Um, they're dope. I really, I really did enjoy it. Um, I really like interacting with that age group. It's not my first time. Strangely enough, <laughs> I've done a lot of teaching <laughs> in my time, mm. um, and I've done a lot of mentoring in my time, so it wasn't my first time interacting with a group of kids in that age. I actually did mentoring <clears throat> when I was in graduate school. There was a program, like a summer program, that we worked with the kids, and then they were like, we mentored them throughout the year, and so... Um, I've I've interacted with this age group before, but I, I was extremely nervous, um, just because it was in the context of like church and the Bible, and you know, to me, like I could explain science mm-hmm. <laughs> to a nine year old. There's no problem if they get it, they get it. If they don't get it, oh well. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like I broke it down, but the 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 consequence of them not getting it to me is like. Oh, they didn't get it, you know. They'll get another chance. They're school. You know what I'm saying? It's right. kind of like that. Um, but I felt like if the consequences for this would be a little greater. Uh-huh. And, like, <laughs> and so I was like, I really got to do a good job. Like, I got to do a good job. And, you know, I went through, like, wait, they have a curriculum. I taught my lesson. Everything was good. And, and, and at the end, I felt really good. 
until somebody came in. So at the end of Sunday school, one of the ministers in our church, they will come to the back. At the end of church, one of the ministers will come to the back to Sunday school classes and like pray over the kids. And I've seen this happen a couple of times before. Yeah. And every time it's a guy who's in charge of youth ministry, I think, and he'll come and he'll ask the kids, oh, what did you guys learn about? And then he'll pray over them and like incorporate the day's topic into his prayer. Um, of course, the day that I did it, he was out and he sent another minister back and he came in my class of children that are like 17, 11 years old. And instead of being, Oh, what did you guys learn about? He goes, does anyone want to give their life to Christ? Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was so confused. I was like, wait, that's what we're doing? <laughs> Yo, he here, boy. He can't. He here for soul saving. I, I was soul so confused. saving. Because I thought I was just teaching them <laughs> about friendship and how to be a friend. And he came in. I was like, wait, I didn't know that's what I was doing. I didn't know that that was the end game here. Right, that's always the end game. <laughs> no, I thought it was the end game for older classes. <laughs> <laughs> Not my babies. Not these little kids. But it was good. It was good. I really had a good experience. And uh, I'm glad that I finally did it. I was looking kind of upset at myself because I didn't do it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I should have done it earlier. I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. And um, the kids seemed to actually like me. And I was like, cool, bet. Um, and they seemed to actually learn and listen and they are, they gave me other topics they wanted to touch on whenever I go back to speak to teach their class. So awesome. 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 I'm just glad you, glad you enjoyed it. Glad that, you know, they didn't turn out to be little terrorists. Oh, no, I was ready for them. And see, that's, that's, that was my real fear. Cause if they turn out to be little terrorists, then I would have to up. I would have to up my response and then we would have to find a new church because I will choke a child. Guaranteed. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> I will do it again. Not our child. Uh, Someone uh-huh. else's. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm watching you. Not our child. Someone else's. So, yeah, it was cool. It was really, really cool. I like our little church. Although somebody did come for me the other day, but that's for another episode. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came for me, but it's okay. Um, that's for. Is that episode. the same little mystery person that you want to tell me about about the? Never no, mind. no, no. It's the same event, but that's another episode. But yeah, so that was cool. So, I'm in a really good place. Um, and I'm excited about uh, teaching Sunday school and just again, just like getting more involved and you know being more becoming more and more part of a community. So, but today. We have to address something that I saw, and I want to get your opinion on. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay. So, I was going through Facebook, um, and I saw a, it was like a split screen or whatever, between like, you know, like a post and somebody talking about the post. Mm Mm-hmm. And the person talking posts one of these, like, you know, you, you know, like, 
like front seat profits, you know, <laughs> like, you know how dudes be like, how people stay doing like full sermons for the front seat, for the driver's seat of their car. Yeah, like that, that one guy that got on a few years ago, I can't think of the name, so never mind. Yeah, like that's just always just like, and I'm not talking about Kev on stage, because Kev on stage is an actual comedian. Is an actual comedian, he's pretty funny, but people who are like seriously thinking that they're finna change your life, you know what I'm Yo, saying? I'm sorry, I'm sorry before you go into that. It just reminded me about the person on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, listen, people, this is an aside because I need to get this off my chest. Listen, stop these people on the internet. And I. it is funny because we are now people on the internet. Like, <laughs> we don't take ourselves too seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're here for jokes. We're here for telling stories of our lives. We're here for to kind of, like, collect, to have a collection of things to pass on to our kids. But (laughs) y'all need, not everything that somebody says on the internet, you should repeat. And not everything that goes against the grain is woke, is new, is bringing you to another level of intellectual thinking. Some things are actually just dumb. (laughs) I need for you to know the difference. So what Mike is referring to is what I'm pretty sure I just got a notification for. I've been getting notifications all day. So I was on LinkedIn. 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 The professional (laughs) social network. The professional social network. And there's a lot of people on my LinkedIn that I don't necessarily like have a personal relationship with yeah because again it's for it's a professional network and i've been involved in different organizations fellowships whatever that have a lot of people so a lot of times people just like search for that organization fellowship and just add everybody yeah and so i say all that to say i don't know this woman (laughs) that i'm about to talk about but somebody posted a screenshot on linkedin and i say somebody because i can't tell you her name and you'll just, you'll find out why just now. But this screenshot is something from like March of last year, which is an oldie but goodie because I've seen this previously, but not on LinkedIn. And I think it's because I expect better from LinkedIn. You expect better. It's not Twitter. <laughs> it's not Facebook. I just expect better. But she posted this screenshot, which I'm sure many people have seen before, heard, we'll throw it up on our Instagram, that says... If they put a hundred million and a book on how to make a hundred million on a table in front of me, I'm taking the book, the real understand. And then there's a key emoji. She posted that on LinkedIn with a caption that said, choose wisely. And so I went ahead and I took her advice and I removed her <laughs> from my connections on LinkedIn. Because that's about the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what the hell you mean? If you see, if you got a hundred million dollars in front of you right, and you got a book right. on how to make a hundred million dollars, you're going to take the book? First of all, shut your dumb ass up <laughs> because Number you're one. lying. <laughs> you... Are Be- lying because of course you couldn't take the hundred million, memorize the title, put it on your Kindle. <laughs> Heck, you could have got in take- Google and got the illegal PDF. Listen, <laughs> you don't even need to do even all that. You. you could take the hundred million, then you could go and buy a human being <laughs> <laughs> to then read the book to you. <laughs> 
Listen. Listen. Okay. I'm taking the book. What is Choose wisely. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> you ghost. <laughs> okay. Sheesh. So, not everything you see on the internet is deep. Not everything you see on the internet is prophetic. Some of it is just dumb. And that was a prime example. And so when I saw, back to my story, my original story, when I saw the split screen of someone that I, of course, recognized to be one of these front seat prophets, driver's seat prophets, I was like, Lord, I don't really want to hear what he got to say. But I did read the other half of the screen, which was a screenshot of someone's tweet. And it read specifically... Okay, it read, <clears throat> and I quote, if my man pays for my lunch, I'll pay for dinner. If he pays for the movie tickets, I got the snacks. If he gets the bill, I'll get the next. 50-50 is where it's at. Stop expecting to be treated like a queen if you're not treating him like a king. And again, another ending with emoji. <laughs> she ends it with the, oh, duh, kind of emoji face thing, like rolling the eyes. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And I read this from this young lady. And I thought to myself... Shut your dumb ass <laughs> Just the same, just the same reaction. <laughs> the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> the same place in my heart it came from. Mm-hmm. So and I get, so I have to ask why. Why? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you what you think first. What, what you think has no impact on what I think. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, because I, I, I have a whole, I have a whole. So I, I thought that because I felt that that quote was very pick me. Like, I felt that it was very like one of these things where I'm going to express something for likes, for retweets, for retweets, mm. for, for some boy to see this and be like oh yeah she down she arriving she a g yeah 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 yeah. oh I, yeah i support i wish more women were, were like her da, 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 da. yeah girl girl just like yeah and so that's my primary reason that that was my visceral reaction to that there are other reasons but you could go ahead no i guess my 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 thing in particular with that is this it reminds me of this whole little this whole little i don't know what to call it i don't know if it's half culture i don't know like there has been at least what i've seen over social media over the past you know 6 or 7 years or something mm-hmm. like that just about this notion of uh of either there's all there's always two factions. I always see two factions. One is, you know, we're going half, or or the or the running joke was, well, if you got a man and or and and y'all pay half on everything, y'all ain't you ain't got a man, you got a roommate, <laughs> which is funny. But it, but it's that, and then the whole you know take care of me type thing, like my my significant other, my man or whatever has to you know, be the provider. And so for me, I don't agree with like any of that, this particular day and age. I mean, it'd be nice if you can, like if, if, if you were to pick up the hundred million dollars, 
Like, I mean, you could provide all you need, <laughs> but if you only coming home with a book, like, <laughs> we all got. We're not in a relationship. <laughs> if you all come home and tell me that you chose that book over the money, oh no, baby. <laughs> Pack your stuff. <laughs> Okay, no. Yeah, so 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 that was that thing. So when you say that, it reminds me of of that particular uh, thing because I find myself in I find myself in conversations where people talk about like ask about you know people or people in relationships and their finances or how do you expect your spouse to be, mm-hmm. and then I I see the comments and I'm like I don't get it. Like like why does why are these the only two options? And I know at least for us that's we fall into neither one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be nice, you know, if, you know, as far as like, you know, if I was able to like make all the money and you can just go and do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but, but to me, but to me, it just, it, I get what you're saying too, but for me, I see it a little different because this was just something that I've seen like as recently as last week. So for me, like, I just, I just don't know when we made a shift culturally to a point where like I feel like a lot of times women they just not a lot of times maybe just little girls like they just want to feel like if I must prove that I have value to you mm-hmm. and the way that I prove that I have value is by saying I'm gonna be 50 50 in this I don't want no big ring I don't even need a ring like and and, the, and there's people who these things really don't matter to yeah and I understand that and I get that and I appreciate it. if that's just not what you mess with that's just not what you're messing with but it seems like if it's like every time a lot of times when people want to <sighs> A lot of times people are jumping, just jumping on this wave of, oh, he ain't got to do this for me. He ain't got to do this for me. I'm going to do it for myself. I could show him that I could do. Then why are y'all together? Why are you, what's, what's the difference in being together versus being a part if you have to prove that you have value in that specific way? And why does it have to be that you have to prove your value in that way? Like, why is it that I got to show him I'm not after his money? Why can't he just see that? Like, right. I don't know. Yeah, because if you're just carrying yourself like you would just normally carry carry yourself, it should be apparent, you know, especially in the dating phase, it should be apparent that you're not after his money. Like, Yeah, and then... Uh, and then uh, 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 because if you were a serial moocher, you... You're gonna be a moocher now. Like, yeah, you know but then, I mean? but then, but then, you can also think about it from this aspect where people are all like, "Well, I need to go on the pre-date to see if you worth my money on a regular date." And I have no problem with saying, "Hey, you know, like, let's get coffee. Let's get coffee." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially in DC, where dates be costing like a hundred, two hundred dollars poor. But like, yeah. I have no problem saying, "Oh, let's get coffee," but. I mean, you think I'm going to take you on a date if, if I don't know, da-da-da-da. You're the one planning the date, right? Right. And if you're not so sure that this is a person that you want to groove with, okay, then plan a lesser date. Let's let's go to coffee. Let's go. But you don't have to necessarily think, well, I'm taking you on a pre-date to see if you're worth it. Yeah. Like, it, that's tacky. Yeah, it, yeah. And the, the fact that you even gave it a term is like a hella lame. A whole term. Because, because, I mean, of course, who wants to... 
I mean, it, it, and of course, all these things have to be taken within context. Like, if you guys have known each other for a while, you guys have been, you know, been, like, let's say you used to be friends and you mm-hmm. decided you want to go out, y'all been chatting, like, you know each other mm-hmm. well, then maybe you can go and do the bigger dating. Yes, and make that transition. Yeah, but somebody that you, somebody that you just met, you may have talked on the phone, you know, maybe a couple of times. Yeah, I can understand not wanting to invest that type of money on a first date, but and so just like but you said, do a smaller first date, but to label it a pre-date just means that you're not even taking it seriously. You know like what I mean? what's all what's what's up with like and it's not to me, it boggles my mind because I feel like if like maybe there's such a saturation of women of color, black women specifically in the data market, there's so many black women that are in, I guess their thirties and forties who are looking for relationships but don't have relationships that a lot of, I, I think if it may be a lessening of standards just because just due to the fear of, I won't find someone. Mm-hmm. And anytime I see those kind of things, I'm like, Oh no, baby, what is you doing? What are you doing? Because if you have to say, you know, if you're basically sending out this bat signal of look, um, you only have to pay half the bills and you don't have to take me on real dates and I'm just an easygoing person. Like I'm here like that to me, that's a sad and that's, that's really sad. Like, and that, and that's what I feel like if I was kind of getting from, it's like, I have to show you, I have to treat you like a king by paying for half of the stuff or to make sure that you're, that you know, that your finances is straight. Like you should be able to make sure that your finances yeah. are straight. You're a grown man. Yeah. And, and to me, but the, it's funny that you said it's older people. To be honest, I feel, I feel as though a lot of this rhetoric comes from, you know, Maybe people are, we're thirty. Maybe it's a few. Maybe people are maybe a couple of years older. But I see it a lot from you know within five years either way. But I'm not saying so that it comes from older people. I'm saying that a lot of times there's this idea that black women are unmarried, and so though the leading up to the thirties and the forties, they don't want to find themselves in the same places. So they start to lessen their standards younger and younger and younger. Mm, So so they can find someone to say, Oh yeah. But the thing is like, if you're, if you're in a place where you're convincing yourself that you have to do all these things for someone to value you, then do they really value you or do they value this idea of a workhorse that is going to be, and I, and I, it's related, but it's not related. That's why I hate the idea of a ride or die. Like I hate all of these ideas of, I must prove, I must prove like, what am I proving to you? You, you saw something in me and that's why you pursued me. So you must continue to pursue me. And I have no problem with, you know, you guys have been together in a while. You actually get married and you're like doing bill splitting and that kind of stuff. That's just budgeting. That's just part of a marriage. But this whole idea of from early on, like you don't have to put in work. You should be putting in work when you're dating someone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I, the only count, the only counter I have to that is just that, you know, you should be yourself, but what if they're trying to make that themselves? Like you, if that's the person that they want to become, or that would be, that's not, that's what I'm saying. If it is honestly some, what do you mean? The person they want to become like, they're like, they're saying this, like, this isn't just, Oh, I'm just trying to be different, but that's something that they're actually taking on. And actually- but my question would be, why? Why do you see it necessary 
to if you're dating someone and they invite you out on a date to the movies, why do you see it necessary to say, hey, let me pay for the snacks since you pay for the ticket? As a man, would you see that as something that's emasculating? Or like, would you just be like, all right then, cool. Like, like how would you... How would you see that? Nah, so for me, I, I number one, it wouldn't happen. Like, you just, like... I mean, because you're married to me. No, no, <laughs> I, no like, I mean, just in, just in general, like, like even when even when we were dating, you know, our second or third date, you were like, you know, you said beforehand, like, oh, I'll take care of this date. And so, because you even picked the place and stuff like that. And so, yeah... So there, I'm not going to be like, well, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to make a big fuss about you paying for it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that expressly I, you know, put together and you're like, oh, I'm going to pay for it. I'm like, but why? Like, you know what I mean? But let's be honest. I only said that I was going to pay for that date because for our second date, you tried to use a coupon. My man didn't take your coupon, so I know that you overspent. First of all, I didn't. it wasn't planned. First of all, first thing, see, this is the thing. See, this this is how you don't pay attention to how I move. First of all, it was a coupon they didn't take. Second of all, it was still college night, so we still got a discount. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just felt bad because my man called you out. He didn't have to say nothing about that. I he didn't what, have to say nothing. But, but using a coupon is not indicative of not having money. No, no coupons I know. are how you save money. I know, but I was like, oh, he wants to save money. But the thing is that for that date that I paid for, it was also with the coupon. <laughs> it was $10 for two meals. Hey, okay. And that little Kenyan place was delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, the Kenyan place is good. The um, Ethiopian place, not so much. But yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Um, so but, um, but yeah. And so for me, that's the only reason. Like, I was like, you know, and I... I knew that I was in a better financial place. I mean, let's be honest. When we started to date, but you didn't know that. You didn't know that about the third date. No, you didn't. I did. Yeah, I mean, because even if, first of all, even if you were making the same amount of money as me as a graduate student, I had other jobs, and so it was. I was making graduate student stipend. Plus, and so when we started to date, it's ridiculous how much money I've let through my hands over the years. You don't know when, about my, you, it's because you didn't know about my plus. Listen, listen. I mean, I knew about your base and no matter how many pluses you had, look, <laughs> my base was way higher. Yeah, you didn't know about my base at the third date. You oh, assumed you knew. Oh my gosh, I knew about your base. It's not available online. I knew okay. about your base. I didn't tell you. I knew that your base wasn't the same as my base. I mean, I mean, you went to a better school than me. I knew that your base wasn't the same as my base. I mean, allegedly. I knew that your base wasn't the you same as You eventually came to know, but you didn't know. I knew that your okay, base wasn't sure. the same as my base. All right, Miss Cleo. And so, <laughs> call me no. And so... <laughs> um, and so I, I didn't like, you know, for me coming out of my pocket, $10 for that date, I yeah. was like, oh, I got no problem with that. And I specifically remember maybe like a 15th or 20th date. I paid for that too, but it was $5 Tuesday at the AMC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, it cost me $10. And so I don't feel like I'm not. And so clearly I'm not one to say, well, if you're dating, you have to pay for everything for right. me. Or if we're together, you have to pay my bills. No, no, no. I was paying my bills before I met you. Yeah. Okay. And so I will continue to pay my bills. If you want to contribute to a bill or here, then I'm not going to say, oh no, don't contribute to my light bill. I mean, you be using light too. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so you can go ahead and pay that if you want to. But I'm definitely not on this 50-50 tip all the time. Let me prove yeah. to you that I got your back in that way. I can prove to you that I got your back when I say I got your back. <laughs> I don't need to come out of pocket to prove that to you. There's so many things wrong with that last part that you just said. <laughs> I proved to you by saying it. Like, okay, uh, uh, but you okay, should trust Vla- and okay, believe. <laughs> you should trust and believe me. You should trust and believe me. But then again, I don't think that I've ever, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think I come across as someone who somebody would be like, oh, she tried to use me for my money. I've clearly been taking care of myself a long time. And I mean, you could be tired. I am tired. See? <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm going to use you for your money. <laughs> like, if, like, that's just not, yeah. like me, that's just not it. And so, I don't know. But that just, it just struck me as odd. And I was just like, why do you, like, why, why is this a necessary thing in this day and age? And, and something else I did mention, the whole idea of, I don't want no big ring. I don't want this and that. Listen, there's no... Okay, the size of a ring or the presence of a ring does not put value on your relationship. But if somebody that you're with feels like if they want something, either it's important to them, either you think they're ridiculous and you leave them alone, or you go get it. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's no like this is another thing. All these girls they want is a ring. What's wrong with wanting a nice ring? Like yeah. if you know if we're together and you're going to shop for a ring, if you know that I don't wear jewelry or I don't value jewelry, I don't like jewelry, and you can afford a one, two, three, four thousand dollar ring, but I'm like, y'all really don't want a ring. And that's earnestly something that's coming from me. Get me a $50 ring. I don't care because I'm probably lose it. Right. But if you know that I like rings or I value the idea of a wedding ring or whatever, and you can afford a real ring and you just choose not to because you don't care, like that's that's yeah. messy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, sloppy. Yeah, like why? Like if you're going to, which... It's, it's weird that you would make a partial effort and a full-time commitment. And, and that's the and, thing. It's, and, it's and, like uh, a non... It's a non-commitment commitment. Yeah. And that's, a, that's, a, that's the same thing I feel about yeah, with so the whole... Just in case you don't worry I'm going to take you on a... Yeah. I'm going to take you on this pre-date. Like, like and, or I'm, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to do that. And like, it's, you just saying, just in case it don't work out, I'm not investing that much. Right. And that's... I don't, I don't think that's how relationships should work. Like, you shouldn't be thinking, like, I shouldn't be investing that much or yeah i'm approved to him that i can take care of myself but like it's just a lot i think it's become so complicated and i think like sometimes you can just chill like you could just like just like i don't know like it's it's just become such a highfalutin thing um I mean, but I mean, I think it's unfortunate yeah but i i guess part of it is a sign for example of the times a lot of the news articles and stuff like that. They study millennials and say millennials aren't doing this and millennials aren't doing that. First of all, y'all gonna stop talking about millennials, okay? <laughs> I ain't even gonna get into this. It's gonna be for another podcast. <laughs> so I talk about millennials. 
It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. But go ahead. Anyways, they, they say, you know, they say that we're not doing certain things. We're not getting married. We're not buying homes. We're not doing... The, uh, there are outside factors that impact that, but I think, like, around our age, like, this 30-year-old age, like, we're... We are one of the... Which is funny because we're actually at the end of what is classified as millennials, but then I'm still seeing people like us that are doing it. So number one, I don't know who these white millennials <laughs> that they're talking to, talking about rather. Um, but but going back to what I was trying to say is that I think that you know when it gets younger than us, um, I think that it is a lot more of it's a lot more individualism. Um, and, and so, it, but it, it, why do you have to perpetuate individualism in the relationship? No, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't make that, sense. That's the thing that, so one thing, so, and may, and so, because even these days, uh, there are a lot more situationships. There are a lot more like just friends. With but no, but I so. feel like if that is also a lot of times that also falls into this category of I'm going to take less. Yeah. Some people do like to get knocked down and walk away. But I, I feel like if there's a lot of situationships that wouldn't be, first of all, what the hell is a situationship? But know. there's I, a lot of situationships that wouldn't, that would be relationships if that other party was willing to commit. But since they're not, I'm going to be like, Oh no, you ain't got to call me. I'm cool with this girl. You ain't cool with that because mm. if he would say to you today hey i want to be your boyfriend you a lot of times the woman won't respond no i don't want to be your girlfriend it'll be like oh no i want to be your girl like so I, I feel like if that's a lot of it's becoming a culture that because men are not because not it's not even something of like patriarchy or any of that it's just like there's this idea that this is the new norm, this is a new threshold, but it's not really the new norm. People are just going along with it because, because it's a popular say, idea because people say it. Yeah. It's it's like certain things, it's like they just they just snowball and people go with it. And I'm just like Like this is what like, everybody's doing, so I guess so I should I'm gonna be do okay it too. It. So, like yeah. the other day, somebody I know on Twitter tweeted chocolate chip cookies are trash. <laughs> What kind of dumb opinion is that? <laughs> Who hates chocolate chip cookies? But then we're, I, I bet you there's going to be somebody like, oh, yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Who like chocolate chips? They're trash. Or that I'm going to take the book on making 100 million over 100 million. Yeah, power to the people. Stay woke. No, that's dumb. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. That's no. Like, and, and so because there's so this idea that things that are against the norm or some things could be normalized to be like, yeah, that's the way we should go. But there's people who are going along with it and they just really don't want to go along with it. That that's just the wave real quick. That's just what's happening. But and so they keep floating. But I'm saying there is a part of the population that that's what they want to do. And that's fine. No, I'm saying you just said that there are two waves. You said the the waves of the people that just want to go against the grain, but then you're also saying that there's another wave that are just going with the norm. Because no, 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 no. They're going against the grain because that's cool. And with them going against the grain and other people following them, it becomes the norm. So the new norm is to go against the grain and common sense. <laughs> okay. And then that's just how that's set up. And I'm I'm just like I'm not. 
if that's what you want to do, if you thoroughly thought about something and you want to do it and you want to go that way, that is fine. But you just deciding like, oh yeah, it's cool now. It's like, no, like put thoughts into these things. Like if you out here, you got a friend, a friend with benefit and you get knocked down every Tuesday at, I don't know, 856 or whatever. <laughs> like if that person is say to you, I want to be your man. And your answer would be, yes, yes. I want you to be my man. Then you're not happy with what you're doing. You're settling. Mm. Mm. Do you see that differently? Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it makes sense because, or, mm, I mean, there's nuance to every situation, but yes, I, I, for the most part, I, I agree. I mean, because it's something that you had thought about. It's not like you got put on the spot. It's kind of like it's kind of like when someone when you ask someone to marry you. It's like you know what I mean. It's something that you thought about, and so you say yeah because you thought about it, and it's something that you wanted. But if it went on, and it would be an issue if you just went on with that perpetual dating or whatever, you know what I mean, over time. But then you're like, oh, and there's another thing, yeah. like, and and I think if it's all like, I don't know, like. Again, some people, they're happy just being together and not being married, not having that title. But some people are just floating on like, yeah, we ain't got to be married. But if he asked you to marry him, you would say yes. Sincerely. So, like, if he's sincere, and you, you, you will jump at the occasion. So, are you really happy with what you're saying? Do you really believe what you're saying? Or are you just riding this wave because it's the popular thing to do or it's the easiest thing to do because you're dealing with someone with that's difficult and if that's the case then you just need to find somebody else and it may seem like if it's like oh it's not that easy what's not easy is to go about life paying for your own meals getting chopped down tuesdays at 8 56 and never being married but you don't want to be doing any of these things that's not easy yeah, and yeah, and nobody's saying this that that's what you should be. It's more so just being true to what you actually want out of life because that's all you really have. Like it's okay to have preferences. It's okay to set your own standards. Like even if somebody else says it's ridiculous, like I would say some people's standards are ridiculous, but if you think that's what you're worth, that's what you think, that's what you're worth. Who am I to say to you like, oh, that's ridiculous. Like I like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't click with me. Like I've literally had situations where like I've talked to people about stuff like, oh, wedding rings. And they're like, well, well, why would I want a big ring like that? I didn't say anything about you wanting a big ring. I said I would want right. <laughs> what you want and what you expect is different from what I would want. And that's fine. I have no thoughts on what you want and what you expect or what you, that's you. You don't like jewelry? Cool. Bet. That ain't got nothing to do with me. You want a two hundred dollar wedding ring? Cool, bet that ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all you, as long as that, as long as, as, as that's it's truly you. It's truly you. If that's truly you, yeah. whatever. That like, ain't got- yeah, like a good example of that would be like my birthday's in like a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you know, or when it comes to just about any day that things involve gifts. It's like, I, I don't know what to get. You say, you don't know what to get for me. I, I mean, I pretty much understand it because I don't ever really want anything. 
Yeah. Like. Although I got you something that's lit. Like, like, like I, I never really want anything. Like, I'm not big on gifts. I'm, well, I'm not big on getting gifts. I'm just, it, it's whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not but, big. I'm not sure you're actually big on giving gifts either. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not big on gifts, period. But, yeah, you do it because you're married to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know what I mean? But it'd be weird if I'm just saying, oh, I'm not big on getting, I mean, I'm not big on getting gifts. You don't give me a gift for my birthday. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, man, I didn't want to give no way. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah. if I do give a gift, you a gift, you're like, oh my gosh, you get yeah. like and I yeah, and I think yeah, and, and 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 for me, I think my reactions are pretty, you know, even with how how I know myself to be, or I would argue that you even think that my reactions are pretty in line with who you yeah. know me to be. Yeah. But it's but yeah, like I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a gift person, so but I, and I don't sit here and secretly long for gifts. Yeah. And so that was just my little thing. Yeah. Also, I also just wanted to say my birthday was coming up. Yeah, it is coming up. I really need to. What are we doing for your birthday? We need to talk about this offline. I'm going to work. Uh, in the afternoon? I guess I'm taking a day off. You're taking an afternoon off. We're going to go to lunch or something. We can't afford a babysitter and a birthday dinner. So we're going to have a birthday <laughs> lunch while Fat Face is at school. It's fine. I told her today I was probably going to tell my boss today I was probably going to take the day off. Cool, 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 cool. But see, that's it. Like, that was my biggest thing with that, is that I don't, you know, if you're going to not want to do something, then don't actually want to do it. Like, don't, don't be, just, don't just. Don't accept. Don't accept, don't accept less things. Than. Yeah, don't accept things that you just don't want. Yeah. Because you don't have to. You just, you don't have yeah, to. Just, but I think if people think if they do. Now, what is. Yeah, so that's 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 that, and I was, that's that that bothered me. Um, and I didn't like it. Now, what are your thoughts though on? I guess I do kind of know your thoughts because we we're married to each other and we share a budget. But on this whole idea of shared budget, not when you're dating, but when you're married, like how do finances? How do you understand finances to work with in a marriage i mean to i mean to me the the just the way i see it is just that and i don't particularly care where the money comes from because no matter what money comes into the house there are things that must be paid there are there are things that people want to spend money on and so what you do is just you take all that money and you 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 cover the things that need to be covered and you allocate money to different people and that to the individuals within whether that be two people bringing in an income you know relatively the same whether it be one person bringing in you know two or three times the other or one person only just bringing in the money and the other person is a stay at home whatever mm-hmm. like because to me the money is the money is the money is the money and the bills are the bills are the bills are the bills and so math only works one way and now so, math work about 50 different ways there's a new math there's an old math and there was a math before the old math nah math only works like, one way and so the math work about 10 different ways so i generally agree with you but i think that even with that approach, like I understand the one person bringing in the money and, you know, there's a stay at home mom or dad and then they spend it. I understand both people coming in 
bringing in money and then there's this spend and disperse. But I do feel like if it can get it can get hinky when one's person's their percentage of the bills is higher than the other person's because you automatically start doing an adjustment. You can find yourself doing an adjustment to like lifestyle and everything else. And I, I think it's also nuanced because it's also idea of when do you talk to someone that you're dating about finances before you make that transition into like being together. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. The timing does have a lot to do with it, but I guess to some, to there is if you have had that discussion, you know, you know that person's credit score, for example. But see, that's or you know that person's debt or school loan thing. So, but so, those things can so, be challenging because even when we first, when we were dating and when we we decided to get married. Um, we talked about finances. How good were those conversations? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Um, I can't remember. And I love you dearly, but it's only as of late that you've really started to be more and more honest with money. Like you and money, it's just like, like you want to, like, you just, you just don't keep track the way I keep track. You just handle money differently. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a spreadsheet, I'm a budget, my budgets are color coded, there's conditional formatting, like the cells change color if I haven't spent all the money, like I'm very much that way. And I've always, I've been that way for a very long time. And so even with us getting married, I had to kind of slightly move away from some of that. Like I don't really keep track of the budget. I write down a budget and I could check things off at the end of the month, yeah. but there's no continuous tracking because you refuse to fill out the sheet and I was tired of yelling at you. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I, I mean, it, there has been, there has been a few issues, especially just with getting stuff for the house and I'll, I'll fully admit that like, you know, Home Depot, whatever. But typically in how it usually has gone, is that no, is that no, no, this is how usually it's gone. You forget, there, you forget a bill per month, but you but, would but, take the, your but money. the bill, but the bill is a, <laughs> given that we have fixed incomes, the bill is still always accounted. No, for. we have, we have fixed incomes, but we don't have all fixed bills. And so the way that it should work is that during the month period, you should be taking the money that you, for the bills that you're responsible for, you should be taking that money. And so by time the 28th, the 30th or the 31st hit, the end of the month hit, the money is gone and I can see what's there and we can reconcile. By responsible, she she means bills that are like in my name, not necessarily like like I get my check. Yeah, no, 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 bills that are in your name because how we handle our money is that all of our money goes into one account and then we take out, we should be taking out our personal spending money so we can spend it during the month. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the bills get paid from one of two shared accounts. And so the ones that Mike, the ones that I'm responsible for, they get drawn from our main account and they get paid. The one that Mike is responsible for, he has some system in which he writes, checks to tertiary accounts and sometimes these checks come out on the 28th the 29th the 30th the second of the next but month but the bills are fixed the bills come out <laughs> but and it depends on the when, bills are the not bi- fixed the bills are fixed because the ones that you're long, responsible for yes the phone bill is fixed 
the the phone bill is fixed the student loans are fixed the cable is fixed that the, cable the has car changed insurance. the amount like four or five the ca- times the what changed amount that cable bill it no. used to be about like it's at no least it, it changed after we moved here it, it's gone up at least twenty dollars no it has not it's gonna. It, I can pull up all when the bills. When I used to pay that cable bill, it was one twenty. But then that was also three years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have. You need to call them Comcast people and cuss them out so we <laughs> like, can was, go back to that, that, was that good old. Years ago. Like these numbers are. These numbers are the same month over month over month over month. To be honest, you the bills that are in your name are see, actually those that vary. But see, but they, that's why I'm responsible for those bills because I, for the most part, I keep track of them. But it was so what's so funny is that you say that it's month after month after month. But a lot of times we hit the end of the month and I'm like, oh, bet you know we're spot on. And then you're like, oh, I didn't get the money for the so and so. But who's spending the extra money? Because I'm not doing it. Oh, you tried it. You tried that last no. month when I was like, oh, no, no, baby. You tried that last month when I was like, you was like, there's not enough money in the account. No, that, and then, no, no, no. <laughs> let's not lie. It was two months ago when you were like, there's yeah, not it, enough it, money. It was, it, was like, it was three months. You were like, months, yeah. there's not enough money in the account. And then you tried to give me the side eye, I, like, we don't have enough money to pay our bills. You were spending wasn't. all of my hard-earned, hard-earned no, money. that is not what happened. Yes, you did. You took it and that then, way because... It, no, 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 because it's how you always do it. Yo, you, you gave <laughs> me a side eye. There ain't no money in the account. And so I'm looking like, well, I didn't spend the money. You're looking like, oh, I bet you did spend that money. Yo, no. And lo and behold, what happened, Mike? What happened that month when there was money missing from our account? There was no money missing. Oh, no, there was money missing. Yes, there was. You know why money was missing? Because you did not put your check in our shared account. And that's why there was money missing. No, that's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's not what happened. You... I got the text messages. Where's the screenshot? Okay, well, okay, <laughs> that's maybe, exactly okay, well, what happened. Well, okay, we're thinking about different a different situation. That is what okay, happened. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so. We, our budget was off, and I was like... Where did oh, the money go? I remember that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Were you not giving me a sign? No, I was yes, not. You were. Yes, you were. <laughs> and so that's how we do our money. And I, I do, I think it's okay. Would I like it if you would pay all the bills and I could just take my money to go shopping? Yes. Yes, I would. Yeah. Like I said, like, I mean, we have, we have a, a, a number that we have agreed upon, and if I ever get there, you don't have to work. I'm thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> off. <laughs> but, I don't know if that but, will actually happen. Ever, ever actually happen? I, I think it will. I'm not. not, not I, I'm not saying I don't think no, no, that no, you no, will I make don't. the money. No, I think that you could get to make that amount of money. I don't. I feel like if you're just gonna snatch that dream away from me once we get close. No, because I mean, I'm pretty consistent in this that. And yes, one can always feel different years from now, right? Uh, but I mean, of course, you have to calculate for inflation too. That's the time. See, that's no, that I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm that's joking, that I'm joking. foolishness. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like I, despite you know what I say about my job or whatever, I actually enjoy working. I actually enjoy like because I work in a space where I do problem solving. And so, and so even when we talked about things like retirement, you were like, well, you know, I want to get this particular job because then I can do my 20 years and be out. And then I'm like, well, for me, I don't see myself 
ever like really retiring. Like, I mean, I will retire when I'm forced to, but I don't see myself really retiring because I actually like solving like really cool problems. And as long as I'm able to do that, I don't, I don't see myself doing it. Yeah. I may take a reduced thing, but it's not like I enjoy working. I like making money. Like that's just, that's just what I do. And so, and, and so, and, and so, I mean, even if you retired, that'd be, and I never achieved that, that would still be a fixed income, quote unquote, that we would have. And it's fine. Like I'm o, like, I'm okay. Like, because if, if I, if I'm at a point where I'm doing what I like to do and then there's, you know, and that also allows for you or provides a way to go and find and do what you would like to do that doesn't involve going to work every day, then so be it. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll happen simply because you in conversation, the most, one of, one of the most difficult things to do with you is to have conversations about money. That's like because it's, that's it's, because it's, it's, that, no, no. that that's because that's because you tend to that's because you always come to some conclusion about some mysterious facial expression. I no, 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 that's not say, that's not what happens. I think what I I think the most difficult conversations we've had concerning money they've meant they've meant significantly more to me than you. And so I'm able to remember more of what happened in those conversations Mm -hmm. because I, I was a lot of times I feel greatly impacted Yeah, and you're just like, not if you don't care, Yeah, but it didn't mean as much to you. But those are literally like the, the worst conversations. Like, I pray to God before these conversations but with you about money. And afterwards, like, I pray to God again <laughs> during, in the middle of, mid-sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying prayers in my heart because I, I to rec- us reconciling our finances, it was easily done. But to, I mean, to be honest and to be transparent, like for the earlier part, of our relationship, I was making more money. Yeah. And I felt like if I was very open and I was very free and I was like, oh, you know, I didn't want you to feel no certain way about anything. I mean, we also lived separate lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we weren't living together, but I didn't ever want you to feel anywhere about anything. But our money was already together before we actually moved in together. Um, our money somehow, I don't remember what happened, but we were paying some bills together, weren't we? Mm-mm. Everything was separate? Mm-hmm. Well, everything was separate. Um, but I, no, because we were doing like, no, uh, you paid for that. Life insurance, that was about it. Yeah, I think life insurance. That, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. It, like, um, but that's life, how, life insurance and, were, and, uh, we were paying something. Jared. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're paying for our um, rings. Um, not my engagement ring, my red wing. Um, but it was something else. I can't remember. But either way, when, once we got together, I feel like if that was really a rough part concerning our finances, once we started to live together. Because I feel like if once we started to live together, maybe, no, we lived together for two months. Before you started your your um your first real job, 
So the first two months that we oh, were yeah. living together as a married couple, um, I was still making more money. Yeah, yeah, for about yeah, for about two months. Yeah, I was early twenty fifteen. Yeah, early twenty fifteen, I was still making more money, and then you started to make more money. And to be honest, you weren't as like free, <laughs> and no, you weren't when you when you first started to make when you first started to make money. I think like if you more decided that there were certain things that you wanted to do, and you were like, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I don't know, like theoretically. They were for us, but I, I didn't necessarily feel fully included in those conversations. Yeah. And I, I kind of wanted to... It was a difficult thing. It was a difficult thing because you felt strongly and I felt strongly. And when we both feel strongly about things, it usually leads to, like, fights. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get it. But then even for today, like, it's a different... It's definitely a different space. And so... You know, it's definitely a different space. And I mean, even with this number that we've come up with, it's dang near all our salaries combined, you yeah, know? Yeah. And and so, and so at least for their given, and this is like, if I was able to make this within the next five years, I'm not saying that it is possible or, I mean, or whatever, you know, it could be further out than that, but then it's still what I, what, with that, it still maintains the lifestyle that we have, which is important, um, you know, just briefly, because even we talked about, you know, what was this, two days ago, or yesterday, today's, yeah, yesterday about, you know, being where we live, being in good schools, doing this, that, and the third. So the, the, the least I would want to do is but to be I... able to, is be able to, to, to maintain where, where we but here's the problem though. I feel like if I feel like if if it sometimes in all honesty, I feel like if if I'm the one to make the sacrifice, then it's like we have to think about our lifestyle. But if you want to do something that is frivolous or could be harmful to said lifestyle, you're more willing to make concessions. Yeah, I did that before. I did that multiple times. I did it once. At before. least three. Once. At least three. I did it once before. Three. One. Three. It's you one. did it three. It's one. I bet you. I bet you five dollars. Three was times one. off this mic. I could blame the three times. It was one, and then the two times you, that you don't make any sense. You could. We could put in some waiting music <laughs> as we discuss this. No, it's cue fine. the elevator music. No, ain't no elevator. We're back. Three ways. It's still one. Three. It's still one. One of those threats. Uh, what's your lesson? My lesson is decide who you are and stick to it. Like, I'm not saying to be so rigid and don't change, but don't get caught up with waves and wanting to be accepted or wanting to be chosen. Um that you start to compromise what you feel is important to you. Of course, it's an obvious lesson. Um, my second lesson would be to stop listening to people on the internet. I know that we're on the internet, but not us people, the rest of them people. <laughs> Stop listening to them because they just talk for the sake of talking. Not even though we have a podcast, which is weird. No, it's not for the sake of talking. We there are podcasts. Our podcast exists for a reason. 
for a reason to leave these lessons for our kids. Right. And we ain't like these other podcasts. It's just be like, <laughs> I want to have a podcast so I could just talk about stuff. No, we're not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> what in the heck was that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Y'all missed the hand movements. <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, just to piggyback on that, it's just that, you know, on the internet or whatever exists after the internet, you know, whatever new medium is out there for people to gain information, it's just that. You know, there's going to be a million things that are coming at you 100 miles an hour, and the majority of them aren't right. <laughs> it's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> and, so, and, and so don't let, you know, you, of course, people are going to help you become, people are going to help you or push you along to help you know what to believe, but just because people or a large group of people are saying it loud doesn't necessarily mean that that's something that you should also believe. I think that that's true. I think those are also very, um, I think those are very obvious lessons. I think a less obvious lesson that you should learn is that there were three times in which your daddy, (laughs) there was one was reckless. And the and other takeaway, some people will never admit what they did wrong. <laughs> I didn't say that it wasn't. I didn't say that anything wasn't wrong. What I said was there was only one time. Anyway, also <laughs> what you should take away is they that is that is that your 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 what they wrong. Your grandfather, your grandfather, Poppy, as we call him around here, is a whole math scholar, and how. <laughs> you, and how his daughter thinks that math works more than one way is There's, beyond me. There was old, old math, old math, and new math. The, the, math works at least three ways. Math works one way. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, daddy thinking math works one way is why he never got his uh, his budget balance at the end of the month. You my, need bud- to be- my budget balance was fine until you came along. No, <laughs> so you ain't had no budget. There was nothing to balance. Okay. Bills got paid. Sometimes they did it. That Bills no always got paid. Oh my God. I know your credits go hard. And you also know that I wasn't the one responsible <laughs> for saying bills. I paid for no Some bills. of them. Some of them joints you nah, were. So. Some of them joints. There was, I was with you when you when you decided there was that some one, of them joints was, was not worth paying. Nah, bro, that wasn't that. That's a bill that I shouldn't have paid because the insurance should have picked it up. And since the insurance didn't pick it up, they kept asking me to send them a paper, and I sent them a paper all these times. I'm not giving you niggas eight hundred dollars for something <laughs> that the insurance for the pay. I'm gonna wait my seven years, and then it's gonna drop off because math going from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm living my best life all 2019. That's what we leave you. We leave you this.